Welcome to the Worldwide Golf Shops Insider Podcast. Episode 373. Greetings, everyone. Tom Brassell here. So glad that you're joining us. Our special guests today, that's right, guests with an S, plural, join us from the Windy City area in Chicago, Illinois. Their last name is synonymous with the best putters in the world that are designed and manufactured right here in the good old U.S. of A. First of all, Mr. Bob Bettinardi, the man behind the brand. Bob, thanks so much for joining us. Tom, thank you so much. Appreciate it. Yep, and right to your side is Sam Bettinardi, your son. Sam, I'm so happy you took some time out today for us. That's right. Thanks, Tom. Appreciate you having us. Bob, I went back through our old episodes, and it's been 2016 since you've hooked up with us on the podcast. It's it's always great to catch up with you, but I think some of our newer listeners might not have heard the story of how the company was founded, your dream, and how it came to fruition, and how how you haven't deviated from being right here in the United States of America with everything happening. Would you mind sharing a little bit of that with us? Sure, no problem. Yeah, basically in 1991... Uh, my, uh, my mom bought me a gift certificate for Christmas to get, to get the, uh, uh, in a golf shop. And I, cause that's what I said. I said, I wanted some golf equipment. So I walked in there to go buy a pair of spikes and I saw a putter that said it was milled. And I'm, and I, at the time I owned a manufacturing facility, which we were milling parts for the, uh, the uh, department of defense and other, other, uh, people. And, uh, so I knew how to use milling machines. Uh, I'm an engineer, and uh, but anyways, I walk in there, and I see this milled putter, and I talk to the guy at the counter, and I says, uh, wow, this is crazy. I mean, they, they actually mill a putter? I thought most of the putters, like, uh, you know, some of the, the putters that were out there at the time were all cast, and that's basically molten metal poured into a mold, left to cool, and then, and then you just break open the mold, and then you have your putter. Well, I come to find out that they were using blocks of metal and milling the putter, carving the metal. So I I was very interested. Uh, I went home that day. I made a couple phone calls. I ended up flying from Chicago to San Diego to meet with a, 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 actually it was about three people to find out, you know, what the story is behind this milling. And they said, yes, they're doing milling and that, and it's it's an exciting uh, thing. Some of the pros, most of the pros, 95% of the pros were using the old, uh, I'll call it the caveman style, the cast version. And uh, and so when I got into the business, there was only a, a very few people were milling putters. It was a very expensive process versus the casting. So I think at the end unit, the cost maybe at that time in 1991 was maybe $200 versus a cast putter was maybe $75. And so when I got into it, we ended up doing some work for, you know, a couple different manufacturers. We got, uh, we got hooked up with Titleist. Uh, we made putters for them. Uh, and, uh, one of the big guys that used the putter was a guy named Tiger Wood, who won the 97 Masters and, uh, was, it was a mill putter. And lo and behold, it basically changed the trajectory of the putter business. Because when you get a pro like Tiger Woods, and, and now going back to percentages, there's probably 60 to 70, say 70% of the, the pros are now using mill putters versus cast putters. So it's the total opposite. And the reason why the pros are using 
a mill putter versus a cast is because a, a mill putter is precision. It's very precise. They're made on machines that cost about $500,000 per machine, and you get very high quality and very precise uh, product when you mill a putter versus cast. So when you're trying to put the ball into a four and a quarter inch hole, that's what you want. And then you're not trying to put the ball in, into a 30 wide, 30 yard wide fairway, but in a four and a quarter inch hole. So you do want precision. So that's basically how I got started. It was in the early nineties, 1999. I ended up putting my own name on the putter. The first time I go to a tour event, a guy named Jasper Parnovich, a uh, Swedish guy picked it up, put it in play, won the tournament. So it was, it's been a very successful, long run. 25 years, we're celebrating celebrating our 25th anniversary this year. It's been a great run. My son, Sam, who's right next to me, he's on this podcast. He's got a lot to say, but I tell you what, he's taken it from a passion into a business, and he's done a fantastic job. Uh, we've got a lot of employees, uh, way more than I ever thought we would. Uh, but it's rocking and rolling. Things are going great. And uh, we sell to probably 40 or 50 countries right now versus just the U.S. So things are going very well, my friend. Sam, this is something that you really grew up in this. And then also you've seen it, you've seen it change. Talk about the differences from when you were young watching this and where the company is now. Oh, man. Good question. Um, well, I, when I was 1999, like my dad said, that's when I was nine or 10 years old. We started the company and I remember he came home with some really ugly hats, but, uh, we had to wear them and gave them out to all my friends and it just kind of started snowballing from there into, you know, uh, the putters were always the best, but turning it into a brand where we're at today, but, you know, having three machines making putters to now, you know, five to, uh, you know, seven X that amount, machining putters, 20 hours a day, five days a week. And like my father touched on the employees, you know, I think, you know, when I started about 12 or 15 employees, now we have over 80. Um, so it's been really fun to see that the buildings where, you know, we started in half a building. Now we're in three full buildings. So, uh, the employees, which have been a big part of our success, the, the machinery, the plants, uh, just the tour recognition, you know, we touched on 25 years this year. We also got our hundredth professional win in November by a uh, longtime veterinary staffer, Fred couples after he shot 60 in the final round, which was unbelievable. But, um, just the, all those things combined have made it really fun and, uh, you know, sky's the limit. Bob, you touched on the milled putter. And when you were describing it, I was thinking of the forged iron and, but the differences are to me, not every golfer is good enough to play a forged iron, but every golfer can benefit from a milled putter. Is it, is it, would that be a correct statement? Oh, one, 100%, 100%. I, the, first of all, the aesthetics of the product versus a cast putter. I like to, when I'm looking down and I have a six foot putt and I got something that really looks good in my hands. I have the confidence, at least me, I'm talking about myself that, that I have a, I have a very good feeling that I'm going to make that putt by just a look at the putter. And then I know how the putter is made. It's made with, you know, quality, precision, technology, uh, and all that together. And then when you hit the ball off the club face, it feels like butter. I mean, I mean, you're, you're giving yourself a way better chance to make that putt 
versus if you're putting with something that's, you know, got 1960s technology. That's the way I look at it. And, uh, you know, so far, so good. I mean, everybody feels the same way. We had, I'm sure Sammy can tell you more, but we got guys like Matthew Fitzpatrick who won the U.S. Open last year with our product. And we got, you know, great guys like Kokrak and Kucher and Freddie and all these other players that are playing our product. We got about, you know, 15 or 20 LPGA players playing our product. So the long story short of it is if the pros are playing it, uh, the guys that are plus fours and plus sixes and plus eight handicaps, uh, that, that means that there's probably a reason for it. So I like to, I like to know what the best in the world are playing. And then that's what I'm going to be attracted to. Really? That's it. Because it's so hard to get the best players in the world to make a change. And just looking at your, your staff of players, Sam, you can comment on this, but they're in, right? I mean, they're not changing. Yeah, a lot of the staffers we've had, um, and I think it's cool. We've helped a lot of guys win their first major back to, uh, you know, 2018. Molinari uh, came in here and got adjustment, and he just lit the world on fire. And then Matt Fitzpatrick is not only his first major, his first BGA Tour win. Um, Kucher's been with us for 10 years. Fred's with us for eight years um, as our staples. Jim Herman, five or six years, has won three times on the tour. So, yeah, once, the, once our players – see our process, see what goes into making it. Um, it's one of the best selling tools we have to be able to walk those players and even amateurs around our shop and showing them what we're capable of doing. And that's, that's the ultimate process. Like you said, your ultimate selling tool is your tour staff. The, the second selling tool is trying one out. The third one, I'm looking at it right now, is your website. This thing is off the charts good. Right in our wheelhouse right now coming out is the new Studio Stock Series. I'll let you, you guys can pick who wants to lead off with it, but... Tell us about that. Tell us what went into that. Yeah, so the Studio Stock Series was just debuted last week. It's going to hit golf shops in April, uh, April, early April for that matter. And what went into that is those models, there's five heads in that Studio Stock line, and they're all brand new. And I would say our tour, our Studio Stock line is the closest to tour that you're going to get in terms of design um, and feel and performance. Again, all of our putters are precision mill out of a block of steel. But when we look at that studio stock line, we're trying to get the same look, feel, weight, performance of what a lot of our guys are playing. So, for example, you look at that SS16, that just went into play at Pebble Beach from a top player, and he had a nice top 10. Um, that road control face milling has been validated on the tour with multiple wins, uh, where we're removing material from the face and getting the ball into its true roll faster by milling those grooves with an asymmetrical profile. Um, so all those features that go into making that line are validated from tour where I would say our queen B series, which just hit stores, uh, late January, early February, those heads are more elegant, more refined, more, you know, sexy, you know, soft edges, you know, tight radiuses. Those are beautiful where the studio stock to me is more of our, our tour performance for all, uh, that, that's the, the name of the game in that line. It looks Absolutely fantastic. And uh, the next tab I noticed that I wanted to ask you about because we didn't have a certainly have a chance to talk about this back in 2016, Bob, was those wedges are certainly off the charts, too. Share with us a little bit about what went into the wedge line. Well, I think the wedges, I mean, that's why, you know, back in the day, people would say veterinary putters, veterinary putters. And I remember when I said to uh, Sam, I said, Sam, our name of the golf is, uh, bet, I'm sorry, our name of our company is. Veterinary golf, because I want to encompass 
you know, the, the whole realm of the golf industry. So we, we decided around, I think it was four years ago, to do our wedges. And uh, we, again, going right to the tour, going right to the people, uh, having a really frank conversation with a guy like Freddie Couples. And, and one of the other guys I talked to, believe it or not, was Cole Crack. He's a great wedge player. So we, you get these guys that are on our staff, and you're able to pick their brains and figure out what they really want in a wedge. And, uh, and we were able to incorporate all that into ours. And so, we, you know, in our first wedges that we came up with is a 52, a 56, and a 60. Now we're at, uh, I believe we're at 48, all the way up to 60. So 48, 50, 52, 54. So, you know, if, if, and then now we got uh, two, two different types of wedges. So we have a two different grinds. Danny, I'll let you expound on the grinds if you want. Well, yeah, just, just to touch, too, the nice part about our wedges is they've been performance tested in a lot of retailers where they're saying they spin 10% more and launch 12% lower than the leading wedge maker out there. So, uh, you know, again, we know milling. You can look at our wedge. It's forged, but there's a lot of milling aspects on the grind of the sole, on the, black, uh, the back flange, which kind of show a true testament to our craft. In addition to, uh, like my father was saying, the chrome, the black finish, the two different grind options, we felt like with all those uh, combined, we have a great uh, product ready for consumers. Well, as we put a bow on this episode, let me ask you guys both a question, and I've, I've, I just thought of this. I've never asked this question before. Share with the listeners about your relationship with Worldwide Golf Shops. What a great place to go in and put these in your hand. Bob, you we were, you were talking earlier. Once you do this compared to a cast putter, you'll never go back. But talk about that long relationship. Yeah. So when I started in 2013, we were not even selling in Worldwide. And I think over the you know the first three or four years there, meeting with the buying team, meeting with a lot of the store managers, you know, showing them our product, seeing it, feeling it, and buying into it has just exponentially expounded. Um, the one thing I love about the Worldwide Golf Stores is the management there, and the and that goes down to the store level. Uh, you guys don't have a lot of turnover. You have a lot of employees that have been there 15, 20, 25-plus years. I mean, even I was in Scottsdale last week at the Frank Lloyd Wright store. You know, the 15-year manager, a 20-year manager, and I think that's a great testament to what you guys do, the knowledge that your employees have uh, when customers are walking in. And uh, be able to showcase our product uh, the way it deserves is you guys have become a, a phenomenal partner for Bettinardi Golf. Well, Bob and Sam, it's always always great catching up with you. Sam, how about some final words as we close out? Final words, I would say, uh, you know, you started out, Tom, it is a family-run business. You know, my dad started it 25 years ago, and now we're celebrating our 25th anniversary. Um, you know, it's been a, a great learning pro- process. You know, seeing all the models, working with our tour players, and I've learned so much from my dad, and I uh, hope to keep carrying that torch. And, you know, with the growth that we've had, uh, again, Ben Hardy, we're, we keep moving and shaking in the golf world, and I feel like the product line that we have now, even though every year we say it gets better, I truly believe we keep making the right tweaks uh, to, the, to the designs, the finishes, the millings, everything that goes into making the product makes it better and better every year, and uh, I hope you would agree. Well, it's Bettinardi Golf, Bob Bettinardi and Sam Bettinardi joining us. Thanks so much, gentlemen. Let's do it again down the road. Let's don't wait so long next time. We'll do it again down the road. Send us an invite. Thanks, Tom. Thanks. I appreciate it. Well, again, it's Bettinardi Golf. Best putters in the world made right here in the United States. 
As Bob said, if you haven't tried a milled putter, give it a shot. Get into one of our retail locations and try a Bettinardi putter. Bring yours in if you're playing an older putter or you're playing one that's not milled, and boy, you will feel the difference. Well, special thanks to Bob Bettinardi and his son Sam for joining us today. And special thanks to you, our listeners. And we'll do it again next time. We have another episode of the Worldwide Golf Shops Insider Podcast right here at WorldwideGolfShops.com. So long, everyone.